Welcome to No Judgments Here, your weekly, yeah, your podcast about <laughs> music, news, two reviews, all that other good stuff. Happy Louder Than Life Eve. I am Mike. That's Will. We have two special guests in the house. We have Trey, a.k.a. Otis, Woo! and we have Kane, who is doing his homework like a good young lad. Let's go. How's it going, fellas? Long day. Long, 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 long day. Long day. It's only going to get longer. But we're here. Today was a travel day. Travel day. I left uh, Elk River, Minnesota at 6.15 this morning and got into New Albany, Indiana at 8.15 Eastern Time. So it was a very, very long day. Long travel. These guys traveled as well. We left Fayetteville around 9. We got here about 7.30, so a little bit over nine hours of driving. Yes, and then we went and grabbed some good grub and then uh, came back here so we could join you all and grace you with our presence. Five pods, five days. Has it ever been done before? Has it ever been done before? I think we even failed last year. I don't think we did a Sunday night. I don't recall. I think we did uh, Sunday we night. Doubled, we doubled up one, I think. Yeah. We didn't have the stamina to make it. So. No. No. So can we make it again? We're going to try. We're going to try. We're we going to do our best. I think we had too much rallies. Too much rallies. Or, too or much White Castle. Castle. Or Waffle House, if there is such yeah, a thing as having. Or beatboxes. Is that what they are? Beatboxes? Yeah. If there is such a thing as too much Waffle House. But I, I don't think so. We digress. Yes, Indeed. Man, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We are about six weeks past due on about six albums. Yeah, we're, there's been a bunch of stuff that's late. come out. So we'll just briefly hit on the six albums that we were supposed to review. Well, five of the six because neither one of us listened to one of them. Yeah. Um, we'll talk and we'll preview tomorrow what we're most excited about, and then we'll just call it a night. Yeah. So short, sweet, to the point. Real quick, though, news. Any new news? Uh, man, I, I mean, there's been a lot of news because we were supposed to record on September 10th, oh, wow. which means the last time we recorded was August. So we haven't recorded in a full month. And so since that time, uh, we had huge tour news from our boy. Uh, <laughs> he's, really, he's really our boy. He's our boy. Oh, Zach, Zach, Ryan. Ryan. Zach, Zach Ryan. Right. Zach Ryan announced a massive tour for 2024. And also uh, got arrested. And also got arrested in that time. And he's also dating a barstool person. That's all fine. Uh, but he announced a full tour. Trey got tickets to Little, Little Rock. Rock. Uh, the second night. The second night. Um, I got tickets with the Shoki clan uh, for a show in Minneapolis at the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yep. Uh, the reason I went to that one is because... My boys in Turnpike Troubadours are opening the exactly. show. Exactly, that's gonna be a huge. A freaking awesome double combo, two Oklahoma artists in Minnesota with an Arkansan coming to see it as well. Maybe the wife comes, perhaps she doesn't. You never know. I can show that he actually has the number one rock song in America and just not play any of the music to her. And that may work. It's like he's a rock artist. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was big news. We've also got big tours from Extreme Living Color announced dates in 2024. They're coming to the Downstream Casino in February. Uh, today, yesterday, uh, Warrant and Winger. Everybody yep. knows how my, my, my goal to see Warrant may finally be happening. 
Uh, they're playing a Friday night in January at the Hard Rock Casino in Tulsa. Tickets on sale on Friday. Uh, Primus, Pussifer, and a Perfect Circle are going on an awesome tour. Um, they're actually all playing on stage at the same time. I'm very intrigued on how that's going to work out. Um, it's Maynard's 60th birthday. He did something very similar on his 50th birthday. Um, and I tried to get tickets to Red Rocks, but they sold out uh, extremely quickly. I was not able to get tickets. Both shows sold out. Oh, wow. Yeah, all gone. I was late to both on sales uh, by like 45 minutes to an hour. And at that point, the tickets were wiped away. But uh, Perfect Circle's first tour date since 2018. Uh, Les Claypool and Maynard together on stage, same time to me, sounds like a freaking amazing night. That's in April. Uh, who else is touring? Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo announced like a 60-day tour. With the Pre- Pretenders on some dates? Uh, the Breeders. The Breeders. The Breeders yeah. are opening up Madison Square Garden in the shows at the uh, Kia Forum in L.A. Uh, a number of different artists are also opening up. She announced like 80 dates. Pretty confident all of those dates have sold very well, if not all sold out. She's playing Oklahoma City. She's playing Kansas City. I think she's up in Minneapolis. Yep, she's up in St. Paul. Yeah. <coughs> I will go to that one. She's playing in Omaha. I would have liked to go. I don't know. I might. I, yeah. I haven't heard anything about the Omaha show. My daughter registered for pre-sale, and she said she was going to give me a ticket. My understanding with the pre-sale is that it was another debacle by Ticketmaster. Oh, no. Um, more people signed up for the pre-sale than who than tickets available, which makes absolutely no yeah, sense. Yeah, no sense. No yeah, sense whatsoever. I, I did, well, I mean, we all three did the pre-sale for Zach Bryan. Yep. And I got codes for four nights, two nights in OKC, two nights in Little Rock. And it was a shit show for OKC. Little Rock was a little bit better. Of course, the OKC shows went through uh, Axis. Yep. And the uh, Little Rock shows went through Ticketmaster, and it was a lot smoother through Ticketmaster, oh, surprisingly. Wow. Huh. So, um, I really wanted to go to the OKC show because it was on a weekend, but I had to settle for nosebleeds in Little Rock. So Yeah, I actually had, uh, I, I did the Minneapolis show before Trey was able to do the shows, in my process, of course, it was a stadium, 70,000 people. Right. My process to get Minneapolis tickets was fairly easy. Uh, I was through the line, through my code, and picking out tickets within 10 minutes. Um, I was pretty stunned by the ticket prices. Yeah. There were no lower-level tickets at the stadium below $300. Um, so I ended up getting 300-section seats, but I think I got pretty good seats anyway. Uh, I got four tickets. There's only four seats in the row, which makes me happy. Uh, there's only like three rows in this particular section uh, before it goes backwards to more section in rows after that. So my process was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I know y'all had moved on, but I wanted to, <coughs> you were talking about the debacle that made sure. you think about it. Uh, Noah Cahan, who I have no idea who it is, but I know a friend of the pod, Amzie, went and saw him at Council Bluffs like yes. a month or two ago. Uh, apparently he's massive. Uh, he sold out the American Airlines Center in Dallas when I was down there. Um, he announced a big 2024 tour that includes Madison Square Garden, includes Fenway Park. I'm pretty sure he's playing in Minneapolis at both Alpine and St. Paul. Uh, he's playing in Chicago. He's playing uh, the Azura Amphitheater in Kansas City. So there's another massive tour. I don't know who this dude is. No. I gotta, I'm going to have to check him out. 
because I feel bad when I don't know who a sold-out arena selling artist is, but I know nothing about this guy. And Can, do you know anything about him? Who? Noah C- Cahan. Noah Cahan. Nope. No. Nothing. And there's Ken. That's it. <laughs> so AMZ's the only person that knows him in hundreds of thousands of other ticket buyers. And, uh, man, I think that's it on the tours. Things are starting to heat up for 2024, though. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited. Need to Breathe announced a tour with uh, Judah and the Lion. Uh, they're hitting up the amp, like, in April or May, somewhere around there. Uh, so I'm excited to see. Is that some... the first show for the amp? I think there's three. There's, I like, think... three, though. Yeah, nails. I think the other two are country. I can't remember. Well, the, no, Nail Horan or... Oh, Neil Horan from yeah, uh, yeah. One Direction. Yeah. He's one of the other. It could be Nail Horan. Who knows? Well, whatever his yeah. name is. And then one other country show. Not going to go see him. Not, so. not, no. not going <laughs> to go. It's in your backyard. It is in our backyard. Gotcha. All right. Well, then, uh, moving on. I mean, there's been a lot of concerts that you guys have attended as of late. I don't even know where you want to begin. Well, I think, so if I remember correctly... The first one was Three Doors Down, Candlebox, and then Tenacious D, and then Pearl Jam. I think those three are it. Is okay. that right? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so we'll start with Three Doors Down and Candlebox. Unfortunately, Trey had to bow out the day of. My, our uh, family dog passed away yeah. uh, that morning, so wanted to be home with the family and the kids, so um, had to take care of that. Luckily, didn't pay full price for the ticket, so I wouldn't that upset i still had some fomo <coughs> for sure <laughs> very sorry to hear about your dog that's always rough. tragedy when that rough good job good word uh, yeah that's i don't know you there. <laughs> the dogs anyway i went to three doors down Candlebox myself it was a makeup show from august i thought that this concert had sold pretty well so i don't know if i was wrong or if the remake the new date people simply just got their refund and didn't go to the show it was a very sparse crowd um, you had an opportunity to pay 10 bucks and get an upgrade to the seats. I decided not to do that. I went ahead and just sat, sat in the lawn, had the place to myself. Um, there were maybe 2,000 people in the lawn. I'm going to guess 5,000 people total at the concert. Uh, Candlebox opened up. It's a Three Doors Down album anniversary set, but uh, Candlebox was celebrating the 30th anniversary of their debut album, which sold like 5 million copies. So I don't know why it wasn't a combo situation. But uh, Candlebox played 10 out of the 11 songs from their debut album, and then also played Elegante uh, from their new album, which just came out about three weeks ago, which is in our review. I enjoyed Candlebox's set a lot. Uh, Kevin Martin, is that his name, Kevin? Yeah. I know his name's Kevin. Is his last name Martin? Kevin told some pretty cool stories about different songs. Uh, He mentioned at one point, I think it was Change, he said he wrote, wrote that on Mushrooms, um, he uh, dedicated one of the songs uh, to all of our heroes lost, Chris Cornell, Kurt Cobain, Lane Staley, um, Andrew Wood, um, and a few other people. I think that was for, no, I can't remember. My song titles are off. Um, and So he told probably four or five memories before songs uh, of where they kind of originated from. He told one of the songs off the debut album he dedicated to his grandma, Uh, who he hated with a passion. Uh, She moved into their house when he was seven, and he said it was not a good experience. So he dedicated that song to her, and apparently that song was about her. Um, So I like to get the kind of background of of songs, and he was good about that. Unfortunately, Candlebox now is only Kevin. Uh, There's no other original members. 
Uh, I think a couple of the members have maybe been in the band for a decade, but none of them had anything to do with this for first album. It's Candlebox Only. Uh, this is their farewell tour, he says. It's time to hang it up after 30 years um, and, and live his life with his family. Uh, so I believe this will be the last time I see Candlebox. Um, I imagine they'll do this tour for quite a while, but I feel confident that unless they do something else cool that involves the amp next year, I probably won't be seeing them again. So goodbye to Candlebox. Thank you very much for the music. It was great. Uh, Three Doors Down came on next. Uh, I, they, they have good rock and roll music. Yeah, definitely. They are not a good live band. No. They're just, there's not much to them. They're very basic. Uh, the lead singer, uh, I just saw them two years ago, I want to say. Uh, doing the uh, uh, album anniversary of the first album. This time it was the second album. Uh, he says, God bless uh, after every single song. He says, thank you after every single song, which is nice. He's a Southern boy. I don't think we need to hear it after every single song. Thank you, God bless. That's really all he says. He did give us one story, um, and it was about uh, <laughs> it was about coming to Jesus Christ, which I've never heard at a hard rock, sh any type of rock and roll show before. It took me by surprise. He's, he started telling a story about um, what life was like uh, going into making the second album. They had huge success from the first album. I think it sold like seven, eight million copies. But he said they all felt alone and they all felt isolated. And they didn't really know what their life was going to be. Um, and that's when they found Jesus Christ. And there's uh, when you're alone, there's always one person who's there by your side, and that's Jesus Christ. Took me by surprise. I, did, I thought we were going to down like a drugs prostitution, cocaine type story, uh, went, it did a zag instead of a zag, a, a zag instead of a zig. What am I trying to say? It doesn't matter. A zig instead of a zig. Thank you. Thought, you thought you were getting the tea and all you were getting was a, it was, they were just alone. It was, which a, is a big thing, you know, nobody wants to be alone. Nobody feel isolated. Was, but yeah, no, yeah. Good for them that they found something to alleviate that, uh, that problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The crowd, positive. the crowd cheered. Right. You know, it was an Arkansas crowd. They cheered. Uh, I just uh, I moved on but anyway I enjoyed the set again good songs boring band good concert overall I like sparse crowds at the amp because the vast majority of them are shoulders and assholes uh, 10,000 people um, lots of lines um, so I, I was glad that they made up the date I thought they would cancel after the first postponement but they did play I really don't have any need to ever see Three Doors Down play again I've now seen them play their first two albums in full uh, plus, I've seen him one other time, yeah, with Daughtry, quite like a decade ago. So I'm good to go there. So that was my Three Doors Down Candlebox experience. I'll give it a B minus for both what? for both acts. What surprise is that high? Yeah, you know, it was, it was still all right. I got to hear two full albums, two really good albums. So yeah. I'll take that. That's good. Okay. Yeah, What's Candlebox next? played like all but what, what, all one, one or two songs. One, one, one. one. Ten out of eleven songs. Nice. So why why didn't they play they didn't play the one song I do not know. So how many times have you seen Candlebox? Uh not a lot. I think that was the third time I saw them. I missed them through their entire 90 run. Uh, I didn't get to see them on the uh, the debut album. They toured a lot, but I was probably 15, 16 when all that came out. Um I didn't get to see them on the tour they went out with Metallica. Um I think the first time I saw them was 2007 at the Rev Room in Little Rock. Um, I've seen them one other time at the amp, so I think I've seen them three times. I'm gonna go with that. I four times. Four times. Rocklahoma. Yeah. Rocklahoma. Thank you. <clears throat> that would have been my fourth time yeah. to see them. Okay. Because I saw them in Rocklahoma. Um, saw them at 
the amp whenever it was at the fairgrounds yeah. with Daughtry. Daughtry. And then I saw them in, <coughs> at, for the first time in Riverfe- at Riverfest in 2000. Okay. Yeah, so four times. Sounds right. Okay. So I, I kind of hope that they circle back around to this area because I would like to see them one more time. I'd like to actually just see like a headlining set from them because right. I mean all the other times have just been festival or opening open so. slots, right? Yeah. Gotcha. And I'm gonna hand it off to Trey for the Tenacious D review. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, we did our. This was on normal- September 11th. Yeah, September 11th. It was our normal ritual of going to Fuzzies, getting something to eat, and then uh, going to the show. Um, we met up with a guy that we work with, uh, Matt. He uh, he was at Walk On, so we walked from there down to uh, down to the amp. Found a pretty good spot in the in the uh, the lawn. Who was the guy that opened up from Dave? Dave Hill. Dave Hill. I have no clue who he was. He was pretty funny. It got old after a while. Yeah. He'd like play the guitar and sing some jokey songs and like pick up lines for Northwest Arkansas and Rogers. Um, and then the D came on. Uh, it was it was awesome. We saw him last year at Louder Than Life. Yep. Um, very packed crowd on a second stage. Or on one of the side stages. Yeah, we were um, probably about 100 yards back. Yeah. Um, it was very, very big crowd. Um, Jack Black even mentioned that it was the only sold-out show on this tour. Mm-hmm. And it sold out quickly. He was very... Complimentive. Complimentive. Yeah. He Complimentary. He <coughs> complimentary. He mentioned it, and you uh, you know how sometimes you can tell whenever they're up there just bullshitting. Right. He was actually like genuine about it, which was really cool. Um, it was it was packed, and it rained. And it rained. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was the only downfall of it. Um, crowd was great. Show was great. They were funny as hell um kyle said that he has bought a house in fayetteville which is pretty cool um if it's true or not we're not really 100 percent sure no, we but, are 100 percent sure oh we are a Fayetteville flyer oh yeah did a oh, research yeah, into this he bought a house yeah. in 2019 in fayetteville they even had the address in there yeah uh they even had the price two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. wow yeah uh, it's to the estate. We don't know if he actually lives there now, but he, he mentioned in concert that he's going to retire here in yep. Fayetteville. Or there in Fayetteville, yeah. as we are in New Albany, Indiana now. That's right. Um, but uh, Will and I left, uh, about two songs left in the set. Rain started coming down pretty good. We had already heard the two songs that they sang. Um, last year so weren't really missing a whole lot I guess gotcha but uh, but yeah it was it was a really good show it, so, it was good to see a full set from them and 
they were hilarious. Came out with a, a little elect, toy electric uh, saxophone. saxophone. Yeah. Oh, the saxophone? Yeah, have you yeah, seen that saxophone. meme or gif love, uh, on the Jimmy Fallon yeah, show with Jack Black? Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. so that's what that's from. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure what that was from. but Kane likes him some tenacious, dude. I do. Yeah, you would have liked this show. It, it was great. Uh, Jack Black is... A funny dude. Jack and Kyle both are just... It's a great mix. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. They, they, did, they, they, they did the Wicked Garden okay. cover. That was uh, a Wicked, Wicked Garden. Game. Sweet. Wicked Game, thank you. Yeah, Wicked, Wicked Game. game. Okay. We did get to see that. So did, that did they good. do Fucker Gently? That was, that the, was, that's the, last that was the last song. Nice. <coughs> and we we saw it last year. Didn't I don't we? think they. No, we didn't. I don't know if we stuck around. We didn't stick around oh, for that. Well, oh well, because we were heading back over to watch. I can't remember what we were going to watch, but anyways, but yeah, yeah. so cool. It, it was it was a good show. Nice, good show. sweet. I was stunned that they sold out the amp. Yes, and sold it out. Me really. too. Ten thousand people to, to think that. Yeah, yeah. ten thousand people at the amp. I mean, that's for tenacious D. I mean, I don't think they they sold out. Pinewood Bowl in Lincoln, and that holds far less. They did sell out. Yeah, I don't think they did. Yeah, when I bought the tickets, I was thinking five, six thousand people. Yeah, I didn't think that it would be a a sold out show for sure. And this and this crowd was major into the D. Oh yeah, they were an excited, energetic crowd. I think the rain helped with the energy as well. Dressed up. Yeah, I think I think people enjoyed the rain. I, I did not enjoy the rain. I'm no. old, and that wasn't for me. It rained the entire set. That was the only. That was definitely a bummer. Um, it was. It wasn't a heavy rain, but it was a steady rain. A steady constant. Um, they did bring the pyro. Oh, uh, that was that was funny. Um, there was one time the guy came out and like hit the button on it. Whenever they were talking about bringing the pyro and like. Five flames on uh, ten flames total, like shot up, and that was the most pyro we got for the rest of the night. Every once in a while, you get like a little spurt on the end of the <laughs> stage or something pop up. It was it was really funny. Gotcha. <coughs> so did they have their full band? Yep. Okay. Yeah. That nice. is nice. Okay. Uh, so guitarist cool. got possessed. Yeah. Um, Kyle quit. Kyle quit. Okay. Yeah. So kind of the same. Yeah. Same stick, but same stick, yeah. the uh, the stage setup was definitely different from what it was. It didn't have like the medieval mushrooms gotcha. and stuff back behind it. Okay, cool. Now on to, uh, I mean, arguably uh, the coolest show that I didn't get to go to. Yeah, uh, Pearl Jam uh, this past Friday, uh, just like last year. Uh, I got to see Pearl Jam the weekend before Louder Than Life. <laughs> Last year, I went and saw them at Bourbon and Beyond in Louisville, and then we saw them the next night in St. Louis. Uh, this year, we went and saw them on Friday night at Fort Worth at the Dickies Arena. Uh, Sold-out show. Um, great crowd. Um, the people I sat next to came from Annapolis, Maryland. Um, that's just kind of the way the Pearl Jam crowd does now. They just travel and go see them. Um, it was an I, It was an A-minus show. It was a D minus set. We got kind of hosed with the sets, unfortunately. Um, and that's just kind of how it goes with Pearl Jam. You never know. It's one of the things with a band, too. You never know what they're going to do in their set. Is that sometimes you're going to get the hits and everything you want to hear. And then other times you're, you're just not going to get what you want to hear. And that's right. kind of what we got this particular night. 
uh, it didn't really take away from the show. Pearl Jam was great. Uh, they, Trey and I were talking earlier, they do sit for the first 30 to 40 minutes of the show and kind of ease you into what they're about to do, uh, which is rock your fucking face off because that's the way they, they play. So the first 30, 40 minutes is kind of a, a chill out uh, time with the band. Um, that's about five or six songs, and after that, they, they really get into it. You know, we, we got to hear five songs off of ten, um, including Oceans, which to me was probably the best moment of the night. Um, even oh, Flow... You, you did get Not Oceans, Oceans Garden, sorry. Garden. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, even Flow was great. Apparently on Wednesday night, uh, Mike McCready, according to Eddie Vedder, uh, performed one of the greatest guitar solos he's ever seen Mike McCready play. So he challenged in that particular night. He did crush it. He did the entire solo behind his back, uh, which was very impressive to see. And he, I mean, it was like a five-minute guitar solo. Um, so it ruled, but apparently it wasn't as good as Wednesday night. Um, they played Alive. They played Jeremy, which Jeremy has the, the music video, has a connection to Dallas. Yep. Um, it's about a kid in a Dallas suburb uh, that shot himself in front of the classroom. Uh, so I like that connection. They played Brain of Jay, uh, which also has a Dallas connection. Um, the disappointment for me is that we got zero songs from Versus, and I just have, that's tough, that's tough for right. me, that's like going to see Metallica and getting no songs off the Black Album, to me. Versus is my favorite Pearl Jam album, it's very close between Versus and Ten, um, and to get no songs off of Versus, just, bleh. man, just, that's, that's, so they played four songs off of Versus at the first show in Fort Worth. But they didn't play Go, they didn't play Animal, they didn't play Blood, and they didn't play Leash. So I was like, all right, we're going to get the four stalwarts from the fucking album. Um, and it just no, didn't, didn't happen. Um, and we only got one song from Vitalogy, um, which was, was it Better Man? I think it was Better Man. I think. Is it Better Man or Daughter? I think it's Better Man. Yeah, <coughs> Daughter is uh, first. Thank you. Uh, so they played Better Man, which was great. It's a great yeah. live song. Um there was a, there was a group. It's also on Vitology. Wait, what do you think? What? I think daughter's on Vitology. What's the What's the verdict? It was. Give it me was a better. Second. I don't have I don't have the set list up in front of me. <coughs> we're We're going to the judges for this one. We need to know oh, which one. The... I think Kane's doing it. I think he's just pulling up Vitology. Yeah. yeah. It's you. Oh, that's that's the greatest hits. Please hold. We'll get there. It's hey, versus. Yeah. Better daughter's on versus. Daughters on Daughters on versus. So Better Man is on Vitalogy. Case closed. Uh, the crowd behind the band uh, were putting up letters of songs they wanted to hear. So they put up Spin the Black Circle and Eddie saw it. But somebody had dropped the S. So they actually played 30 seconds and they kept saying Pin the Black Circle. So they did that as a joke. They didn't want to get the full song. They put up leash at the end of the song. They didn't play that song. So the, the crowd in the back were the same as me. They wanted to hear some Vitalogy and Versus tunes. Uh, they played three or four songs off the new album, which is fine. I, I don't have an issue with that. Um, you got better, man. Thank you. Um, trying to think. Oh, and uh, unfortunately on Wednesday, we also, Eric and I, enjoy... Baba O'Reilly more than keep uh, keep on rocking in the free world. Right. Wednesday got Baba O'Reilly. We got keep on rocking in the free world. So it just it didn't line. The stars did not align for us. No. Uh, but a great show nonetheless. I love Pearl Jam. They are a top three live band in in our life. And so might be the last time I see them. I don't know. They're they're supposed to be doing some big stuff in twenty twenty four. Do I need to see them again? This was number twelve. 
This was thirty Come on. years. Okay, this, this is... was thirty years from the first show I so I saw. I saw the first show I ever saw was that eleven twenty two ninety three Pearl Jam. Yeah. Uh, the second time I saw them was twenty five years ago, nineteen ninety eight, um, and then we saw them ten years ago in Oklahoma City. In yep. 2013. In 2013. Well, I'm going to put it this way. I mean, the <coughs> Pearl Jam is one of those bands, for you, that if they come remotely close, you're going to go see them. Just like if I'm Alice in Chains. Right. I'm going to go see Alice in Chains no matter, you know, how many times I've seen them. It's just, there's just that one band for, for Trey. It's Collective Soul. Yep. You know, he's going to go see Collective Soul if they're relatively close. So, you can't say, is it the last time you're going to see him? No, it's not. Don't lie. We'll Don't see. lie we'll to see. the masses. 12 times in 30 years. Don't lie it's, to it's the a, millions of listeners we have. Goodbye. Thank you very much. No. For the memories. Bullshit. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that was my program. And now uh, here we are. All right. Well, cool. I mean, so a, a lot of shows, I don't think, uh, while those are good shows, it's not going to measure up to what we have in store this weekend. Mm. This weekend is pretty fucking epic. Mm. Um, mm. Why don't Trey, if you can, or Kane... Um, Trey's in the middle of a football season. Uh, I see that. <laughs> Kane, please pull up the lineup for tomorrow. Or give me... I would rather <coughs> see the schedule, but just to remind everybody, uh, tomorrow starts Louder Than Life 2023. At the Kentucky Expo. Here we go. No, I don't want this. I want the schedule. You want the schedule? Not just the lineup. Anyways. Who has the app? You have the app, Trey? I have the app. I see the schedule. I can wait. I don't know why I bring you along. (laughs) Anyhow. All right, here you go. All right. So tomorrow we start off at 1225 with Tiger Cub. 12.30, oh, that's on the Space Zebra stage. Uh, 12.30, we have Star, Starbenders on the Revolver stage. 12.55, Pink Shift. 105, Asaba. Uh, 125, Call Me Charisma. 130, From Ashes to Embers. 140, King on the Revolver stage. 2 o'clock, we have arguably the best band name of the whole entire festival. Will? What is that best band name? Hmm. I don't Trey. know. Something pussy. Isn't it? Yes, Mannequin Pussy. Mannequin Pussy. Mannequin Pussy at 2 p.m. <laughs> I was say on the Pussy, stage. but that's yeah. who opened Jerry Kentrell. 2.15, we have Guerrilla Warfare. 2.30 on the Road Hound stage, Nevertheless. 2.35 on the Space Zebra, we have Nothing But Thieves. 2.50, Kid Capici on the Revolver stage. 3.15, White Reaper. On the Loudmouth, 325 Starcrawler on the Disruptor, 330 Traverse the Abyss on the Roadhound stage, 355 is really probably the first band that I want to see. Um, of course, we're going to go early and check out the other ones, but Royal Blood over on the Space Zebra stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Four o'clock, we got Beauty School Dropout on the Revolver stage, and in the Kroger Big Bourbon Bar, we have the Internet Phenom. The guy who is uh, blowing up the charts, Oliver Anthony. Hmm. He's gonna yep. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did not know that. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oliver Anthony, country, country star extraordinaire, 15 minutes of fame. Row. 
uh, at a rock and roll festival. Mm. Uh, 4.30, we got Nailbite on the Roadhounds. Uh, Swaco on the Disruptor stage. Is, is Oliver Anthony on the lineup? On yeah, the he is on the lineup. No, on the schedule? Yep. Yeah. Is he? What yep. time is he playing? 4 o'clock. Oh, he's playing at the same time at Royal Blood. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nope. Yeah, fuck Royal Blood. I'm going to go see him. Hell no. <laughs> we are no longer friends. Um, 4.40, we got Coheed and Cambria. 510, nothing nowhere on the revolver stage. 311 plays at 530 on the Space Zebra, along with uh, CU Space Cowboy over the Roadhound stage. I think I'll roll, roll over to the Roadhounds. Uh, 515, we got L7. 625, band uh, King's very excited to see Rancid on the Loudmouth stage. Yes. 630, we got Movements. Um, we reviewed their album not too long ago, and it was horrible. <laughs> well, at least I thought so. Will liked it. Mm. Um, 6.35, we got Death Heaven. Haven. Death Heaven. Haven. No, that's Heaven. Heaven? Yep. 7.30, Code Orange and Weezer. Code Orange is over on the Disruptor stage. Weezer, of course, is on Space Zebra. 8.45, to close out the night, we have Foo Fighters. Yes. All in all, I mean, decent lineup for a Friday, or a Thursday. Thursday, even. Thursday, yep. Uh, opening uh, opening it up, I'm surprised to see uh, Foo Fighters opening up the festival on a Thursday. Um, I figured they would be more of a Friday or a Saturday band, but yeah, I mean that's arguably going to be <coughs> the best set of the weekend. But the, we talked about this. Nine Inch Nails was Thursday last year, and, and they yeah. and, and they Fucking were killed they, they killed it. So yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean not bad. Any band besides Foo Fighters. That you are excited to see? Uh, for me, Royal Blood and 311. 4 o'clock and 5.30. Again, I haven't seen 311. I didn't know it for, for like 20 years at this point. Uh, you know, I was going to try to see Oliver Anthony, but I'm not going to miss Royal Blood to see Oliver. <coughs> well, Valkyrie. you do have another chance. So I do have another weekend. chance on Friday. Uh, we'll see what time he plays at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean... Foo Fighters, Weezer, Rancid, 311, Royal Blood. I'm good. Everybody else to me is a bonus. It should be a good day. Um, and we're lucking out yet again. No Rocklahoma weather in Louisville. <coughs> no. We got, we got no. ourselves a beautiful weekend. Ahead yeah. Of us. I think it's uh, mid to upper 80s. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it'll be, it'll be nice. Not too hot, not too chilly. Um, if I remember correctly, last year, Thursday evening. Got chilly. It was chilly. I had to buy a Nine Inch Nails hoodie. Yeah, you had to buy a hoodie. Yeah. Um, so. There we go. Um, pretty excited, obviously. This is a great time of year. Um, yeah. Now we just got to figure out parking. Yeah. Yeah. Parking situation, I don't know about. We'll, we'll figure it. We'll figure out those details tomorrow. <clears throat> just play it by ear. We're play doing it, it live. We're, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Kane, who are you excited to see tomorrow? Besides uh, Rancid. Besides Rancid? Royal Blood for sure since I was able to go to the last one. <laughs> Dead of the year. Dead of the year. Yeah. Dad of the year. So this is the redemption. Kane will finally get to see Royal Blood. Um, so unfortunately, it's not a headlining set, but hey, you know, you'll still get all the hits. Yeah. Well, you know, I bet they don't. I mean, they're, I think they're going to play 45 minutes. We probably, what, well, we probably got it close to an hour and a half. <coughs> probably maybe. an hour and a half, yeah. So, I mean, it's not going to be too big of a difference. Just the difference between being in a club versus being at a 40,000 person's festival. 40,000? Yeah. More like 80,000. Yeah. No, for real. That's that's the that's <laughs> what it holds. 
80,000. Who told you this? I saw it on the web. Are you fucking with me? You're fucking with me. He's fucking with me. <laughs> Rock, Oklahoma had 1.7 million. <laughs> I still can't believe that. No, no, and hard. there's no way this is going to be as big as Rock, Oklahoma. No. Rock, is the biggest festival there is. <laughs> right. What about Foo Fighters, King? Oh, yeah. It's Foo Fighters. I, I mean, so it is, it is a, basically, it is a night of firsts for you. It is, yes. So no Foo Fighters ever, no Rancid ever, no Royal Blood ever. Okay. Nope. Be the first time for Royal Blood and Rancid for me in 311. Nice. Rancid I saw in 96. Yeah, yeah. You've already bragged about that. Wallapalooza. Yeah. Metallica, Soundgarden, Ramones. Yep. Yeah. And, and uh, Waylon Jennings. Yeah, Waylon Jennings. <coughs> oh, Train it. Ooh, look at me. I'm Mike. I'm an asshole. I've seen all these motherfuckers. <laughs> On the same bill. <laughs> On the same <laughs> bill. <laughs> But it should have been either Wu Tang or Raising Against a Machine, not Waylon Jennings. That was that mystery guest thing. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh. But Waylon wasn't the mystery guest. Yes, he was. He was billed on all the police. No, he was not. Are you he sure? was a mystery guest. Have we talked about this before? Yes. <laughs> all right. Ah, damn. Who am I looking forward to? Yeah. Uh. Well, I, I think <coughs> I said it. Well, I mean, my. You first, told us the band you yeah. haven't seen. Well, those are the ones I really want to see. Oh, <laughs> I, I would like to see Rancid. Um, I've listened to them <coughs> so often. You know, I know like Ruby Soho. Right. I don't know a whole lot of their songs. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Okay, well, fuck it. I don't need to see them now. Right. Royal Blood for sure. I can't wait to see Foo Fighters again. Twice in one year. I know, that's, that's nice. nice. That's We're nice. going to get to see Everlong. Yeah, and we'll get to hear him perform Everlong. Yeah. Everlong. Yeah. Can you fun. be on stage I'll perform with them? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I didn't pay for that. I think Jane, for sorry. me is... Uh, Foo Fighters, obviously. I mean, the, I mean, Weezer. I haven't seen Weezer in a number of years. I think it was two... I can't remember what year it was. Them and Stone Temple Pilots. Good Lord. But it was, it's, it's been a bit. So... Yeah, I'm excited. It's a good time. Sure. All right. That's All the right. Thursday preview. That's the Thursday preview. I suppose we better talk briefly about these albums. Yeah. Let's talk about them. What was the... I, We're just going to run through them because I don't have anything in front of me to, no. to say stuff. Nope. So let's go with Filter's new album. Sock. Oh, boy. Um, what's his name? Richard Patrick. Richard Patrick, the brother of... Danica Patrick? No, no, the Terminator dude. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick? I think it's his brother. Is this correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, Fact check me, Kane. That's no dude. The brother to the Terminator. Um, I could... Uh, I'm sitting there I'm thinking of right. the way they look. So I think, he might I think they're related. Anywho, yeah, it's bad. He needs to quit singing. His voice is shot. Not that he was ever really a great vocalist, but um, the album, while there was some moments that had very uh, good music, um, his vocals are just, his, his voice is trash. You are correct. Thought so. Yes. Boom. Fuck, I never knew that. Younger Boom. brother. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just, it wasn't very good at all. I thought his voice struggled for sure. He doesn't yeah. sound like the same dude from 20 years ago. <coughs> no. Um, and it's crazy to me 
how good of a record title of record was in what was that 99 or 2000 yep. I love that record that's a fucking strong album from front to finish and then they just fail I mean they're obviously they're still around but they just haven't been relevant or good or really hit us with anything that's been good ever since then like he shit out whatever deal with the devil he had was for that particular record because yeah. everything since then has been lackluster and suspect and yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, he's, he's out there opening for Rob Zombie. Uh, so he's still getting to perform in front of big audiences. But yeah, it's it's not a worthy album to listen to. His voice is a struggle. And he's probably getting a lot of help in the studio. Oh, yeah. To even make it sound like that. And if, that, if he's getting help, I mean, he needs to fire his help. Because, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, it's strength. It's strength. <coughs> um, his upper register is there's nothing there. Um, no power whatsoever. Um, just yeah, it was just uh, something that I will never listen to again. Yeah, no need to listen to again. I mean, I didn't even finish the album. I, I, I finished it. it. Yeah, I finished it, but it was uh, it was it was a struggle. Yeah, and then, I mean, to a point, you know, if they came to George's <coughs> or JJ's, I don't know. I no, mean, would I would I need to go see them live? No, I, no, probably not. I wouldn't need to drop the money on a ticket to go see them. And the money would be like fifteen to twenty dollars. That's still fifteen to twenty dollars too much. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's move on to uh, Candlebox' new album. Um, I liked it. Um, not enough to be able to tell you any of the songs that are on there. Um, <coughs> but it was. I mean, it was. It was a solid album. I I thought that uh, it was well produced. Uh, he sounds good as usual. I mean, it was just nothing that really jumped out on me, but it was just, it was a solid album. Yeah, so this is their farewell album. album. Uh, I believe it's called The Long Goodbye, is that correct? Yep. Uh, the first time I listened to it, I didn't like it. I kind of felt the same way with Kevin's voice as Richard Patrick. But then I went and saw them live, and I heard Elegante uh, live, the only, al- the only song they played from the album live. It was really good live. Uh, so I went back and gave the album another chance. And I enjoyed it the second and third time. I thought it was a strong album. I think there's multiple good songs on it. And it, it just kind of grew on me. So maybe I was just in a bad mood or maybe I was hungry the first time I listened to it. Um, I didn't like it after that. <laughs> you were hungry. Yeah. You were hungry. Yeah, I, I, got, I got to listen to it a few more times. It's a good album. I think I'll listen to it some more. Um, and, I, and I do think Elegante... It's not a, it's not the single from the album. I can't remember what the single is called. Punks. Uh, punks. Yeah, yeah, the opening track. It yeah. was. <coughs> I, I like the opening track, um, and there were a couple other decent songs on there. I've only listened to it once, but I do like punks. Punks. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at the track listing now. Punks. What do you need? That was pretty decent. The first three songs on there are pretty solid. Um, Nails on a chalkboard, I thought was okay. Uh, cell phone Jesus was pretty good. I mean, not it wasn't bad. Thirty five minutes long. I mean, it's. Yeah, I like cell phone Jesus. That was a good song. So I mean, it's it's not bad at all. I mean, it's worth you know, uh, listening to on your way to and from work. Yeah, give it a give it a listen. All right, next up, let's. Which what was the third, the non country album? What was, Candlebox Filter. Oh, Asking Alexandria. Sorry. Yeah, Asking Alexandria. They are playing it louder than life. Um, it's a heavy album. It has yep. melodic moments in it. Um, some of the songs are strong. 
Some of the songs are not so strong, but overall the heavy kept me involved and it kept me enjoying the album. So even though I'm not a great Asking Alexandria fan, I do like this album enough. I found it to be stronger than both Filter and Candlebox. It has more modern elements to it um, that make it stand out better in 2023 than what Candlebox and Filter are doing at this time. And I look forward to hearing some of the songs live over the weekend. So I would say that this album, pretty decent, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I'm not... Uh, ask me if I know any other Asking Alexandria songs, and I don't. Do you know any other Asking Alexandria songs? No, I don't. Okay. They were at uh, Rocklahoma. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them a couple times. I think we saw them at Northern Invasion. Northern Invasion, yeah. Um, so I've seen them a couple times. You know, and... and it's just that heavy. I didn't realize that they were like one of the growl. Yeah. One of That's those what bands. they're known for in the yeah. older stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a little more melody on there with this. Um, I'm looking at the track list. Bad Blood wasn't bad. Um, Dark Void wasn't bad. I mean, it, it just nothing that I can really remember for the rest of them uh, besides the opening track. So... It's not a band that I normally listen to. Um, I'm kind of past that growly, growly stage of my life. It's Mike opening up a can of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, no, this oh, is... There's Trey opening up. That's a can of Jack and Coke. There you go. Oh, they make cans of Jack and Coke? Oh, yeah. yeah. They even make cans of Jack and Coke Zero. Oh, really? Oh, ho, ho. <sighs> I haven't had a drink in over. It's been a while. Probably a year. Yeah. Um, I literally just had a drink. Yeah, Trey's it's been a bit. Trey's currently having a drink. Yeah, Trey's currently having a drink. Yeah, so. Uh, asking Alexandria, sorry, got sidetracked by the alcohol talk. <laughs> having flashbacks. This is a wood floor or laminate floor. Yeah. Last time I was on a laminate floor when Will's around, I ended up face first in it. So <laughs> that makes it sound perverted. Can we expand yeah. a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, Will <laughs> grabbed my <laughs> Trey. Can, Trey knows the story. Trey, Trey filmed the whole thing. We yeah, don't. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right, let's, let's, the whole let's time. move along. Let's move, move Let's move along. Yeah, it'll here. be on Pornhub yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah. And right. videos. Let's yeah. talk about the Turnpike Troubadour yeah, album. Yes, Turnpike Troubadours. I'm surprised it's only like 33, 35 minutes. 40 right? minutes. 40, 10 songs. 10 Beautiful. songs, 40 minutes. It's a quick album. Yes. But it's good, mm-hmm. sober Turnpike music. Yeah. <laughs> He's no long, Evan's no longer on the, on the sauce. He's no longer fucked up his life. He's now on the straight and narrow and sober. I don't really think that works in rock and roll. I think it could still work in country music. I think they made it work. I think there's some good tunes on here. I've definitely seen rumors of the song Lucille. Is that the name of it? Yep. Uh, is basically about him having a, his affair with Miranda <coughs> Lambert, um, which is possible based off the lyrics of the song. Um, but there's some good storytelling in the, in the, uh, the, the songs throughout. Yeah, I think it's a strong Turnpike album, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them in August. Yeah, me too. I, I'll be honest, I have not listened to a whole lot of Turnpike Troubadours. Um, this has opened up my eyes to them, and I have gone back and listened to some of their older stuff. 
Uh, for me, the opening track is the strongest one on the album, Me and Old Son. Um, I really like that one. Um, it gets a little bit I don't know, softer, I think, uh, past that, but um, I really liked that opening track. Trey, do you listen to it? I did not listen to this one. All right. Well, then we don't need your opinion. I know <coughs> Kane. Did, I know Kane did this too. So Kane's not a short, uh, country type of kid. I've I've never listened to Turnpike. I, into the I'll have to. You know, I'll I'll give him a shot. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and I, and I guess for me, it's not bro country. So yeah. you know, that definitely fits into my wheelhouse of what I listen to um, in my advanced age. I agree. You agree with my advanced age? Yes, I do agree with that. But yeah, uh, that moves us over to Zach Bryan, the current megastar of the universe right now. Yeah, um, this is a fifty-five minute album. Um, we fifty-four, have, yeah, sixteen yeah. songs, fifty-four minutes. We Definitely have quite uh, a few different features. Yep. Um, and it's again, it's I mean, Zach's on top of the world right now, man. He's really good at what he does. Yeah. I, I to me, the strongest songs on this album. Are the ones with features. I think the song with the uh, the war and the, the treaty. Yep. Hey driver. Yeah, that's yep. great. Um, I think there's another song with Sky. Is that right? Sky Ferreira. Uh, Sierra Ferrell. Thank you. Holy Roller. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. And I think the him him singing with his style with a female voice on it, man. There the melodies are just. It's beautiful. Holy Roller's good. I, I like the one with Casey Musgraves better. I remember yes. everything. Yeah. That, that is a, a really, song. really good tune. Um, <clears throat> Spotless with the Lumineers. Yeah. That is good. Uh, Tourniquet. I mean, all in all, this is a good, it's a good album. Is it as good as American Heartbreak? No. I don't think so. But <clears throat> it, it could grow on me. I, I think yeah. those songs with the features, to me, are right now are the strongest albums, are the strongest tracks. So I need to go and try to get more familiar with the songs where it's only him, yeah, and kind of get further into that because uh, unfortunately, when you see him in concert, you're not going to get those features, so you're going to be focusing on on his voice. And I, I just really like the melodies of those features, and they kind of hit me stronger than the the solo efforts. But it's a really good album, man. He's he's really at the top of his game right now. I think uh, he is probably one of and it may be too early to say I mean but we are talking you know 16 songs on this album um, I'd have to go back and look at the writing credits but I imagine he has his hand in quite a bit of them mm-hmm. um, I don't remember can't remember how many songs are on American Heartbreak could he be the most prolific songwriter of this generation yeesh yeesh uh, I don't know. That's an interest. That, that, that's, a, that's a good... Because, you know, on top of these, he's he's played more songs uh, off his Twitter the last couple of days. He did a yeah. song with Bon Iver. Yep. He did a song with Noah Cahan. I don't know what those songs are <coughs> future on. So, I mean, he's continuing to record and write. And, yeah, the dude's not, I, it's not stopping. The, the production, like, I don't... Uh, like the rawness. It's of yeah. The, it's not overproduced. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, there was a there's a track where there's a bird singing in the background. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's and he. I think I saw on Twitter where he said, you know, that was recorded on his it, iPhone. 
yeah, it just so happened that that bird, like, basically sang with him, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I like how the album starts. It's like a spoken word. It's a poem. Yeah. Yeah. Really Fridays, yeah. Real strong. But so, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... <coughs> it's... To me, it's not even... This one, this album was, I think, a lot more, had more country vibes than American Heartbreak. And, you know, you did get a few more, a little bit more electric guitar on this album than you did from the previous one. Um, but I almost don't even consider him a country artist. Well, yeah, he's, rock, he's a rock artist. Oh, he's got the number one rock song out there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been, been considered a rock song for like just singer songwriter. Yeah, singer songwriter. I mean, you could almost put him in like uh, with the White Buffalo or you yeah. know, somewhere along those lines, uh, or Ryan Bingham or Brady Carlisle or you know, he's, he's got a lot of Americana in him. Yeah. yeah. Americana slash singer songwriter. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Kane, you've listened to a little bit of it. What do you think of it? I know you do like Zach Bryan. I do like Zach Bryan, yes. Despite me not liking country that much. Yeah. But the songs that they listen to, they were pretty good self. Gotcha. All right. So Kane liked it. Kane liked it. <laughs> Kane, have you listened to the new Death Clock? Uh, no, not yet. I plan to soon, though. Okay. Well, well that was the, that was the sixth so album. I guess, I guess review. We're, yeah, we're gonna have to put that on the next review. We're also gonna have to put the new Royal Blood. Oh yeah, the new um, Olivia Rodrigo, Corey Taylor, the new Corey oh, Taylor, Corey Taylor. Who else is that? There's there's more, but I think we should stop with that. So. Yeah, I don't even know because I don't think we can do more than four. It's it's very difficult. Even when we have like six Friday. weeks, right? Stained is out Friday. Oh, new Stained album is out Friday. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's their first album in like 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um, so, yeah. So, I think we'll stop with those five. five. So, Stained. Stained. Royal Blood. Royal Blood. Olivia Rodrigo. Ro- yep. Death Clock. Death Clock. And Corey Taylor. And Corey Taylor. You, you better make a list for your dad because yeah. he'll forget here in the next two minutes. As soon as he hits stop recording, he'll forget. Yeah, well, that's why we're putting it at the end. Stained. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Corey Taylor, Royal Blood, Death Clock. Death Clock. Death Clock. Okay. Yes. At the 54 mark. All right. So there we go. I'll make sure we do that. So again. Finishing words. Finishing words. Anything that, you know, just hydrate. It's my words of advice. Yeah. Will, drink more because yes. you're a lot more funny on uh, these <laughs> podcasts when you are intoxicated okay um, okay will will did get a uh, a small walmart sized cart to push around the liquor store we, we had a, we i had a, re- a receipt total of 150 dollars holy at the, at the shit store. and i'm drinking alone <laughs> trey no, trey's gonna not. help me trey's gonna help me nobody else is kane can't he's not old enough and mike um, he's he yeah. just can't we look forward to this all year long yes uh, the wife has already told me she does not want me going next year. We also have another hurdle is that they're moving louder than life back a week, which is during yeah, yeah. Kathy's birthday. birthday. So we've already got a couple obstacles in store <coughs> for the 2024 20, edition, but right now we're all in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all in, and we're going to worry about that on September 1st of 2024. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait, man. This, this, I've, I've been looking forward to this for... 
six months now. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you guys have probably been looking forward to it more because you guys are ready to you guys are rip roaring ready to go like last October. Yep. And I had to sit on it for like four months and decide if I need if I could do this again. Yep. Yeah. But when I saw the lineup, I knew I could do it again. Yep. Six months it's, later, it's here be, we are, man. Let's it's go. It's gonna be a long four days, but we can do it. It'll be worth it. All right, folks. We will be back again in 24 hours. 24 hours. For a review of night one and a preview of night two. Let's go. Let's go. Until then, be safe, be merry, have a good one. Good one.